Welcome back to a conversation with two Scorpios cruising on autopilot. I'm Mo. And I'm Toya. And thanks for tuning back in. Yes. How's everybody doing? Hope everybody's doing well. Yeah. How are you doing today, Mo? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, I know we've been talking about grieving on and off. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot. But um, we wanted to talk a little bit about... Um, so I guess I've been in my feelings a little bit. My father's anniversary is coming up. Yeah. And... Yeah. When do you think that started that for you? I mean, I know you always think no, but when do you think it really like? Yeah, I think December did it for me. Something about Christmas. Something about um, Christmas leading up to now. I can understand that. Yeah. And I, you know, I I think it's imperative to. Um, Keep in mind the how the waves of grieving goes. Mm-hmm. How you know, one minute you're okay, the next minute you're mm-hmm. not, um, and how you could really it cannot be on the forefront, and then in a blink of an eye, it has you in a chokehold. Yeah, it's the subconscious. Yeah, yeah, your subconscious. It's a sub. It's I think. It's called subconscious grief. Wow. <clears throat> so, like, you're not really, you may not know that you're thinking about it. Yeah. And these things are happening, but certain things are happening. Like, you might be short with people, or you might just see your attitude changing, yeah. or you might just feel like, okay, I don't really feel like doing as much as I normally do, that kind of stuff. But subconsciously, what's happening is you're really going through something. Yeah, and something is really coming and it's about to come out to the forefront. Yeah, I think um, my mood lately is I've been very much standing still. Mm-hmm. You know, still showing up um, mm-hmm. for work and still doing the things that I have to do. But I've been very much like not wanting to be around anyone, which is pretty hard because, you know, I do hair for a living. So yeah. I'm always around people. But when I'm off of work, I'm going home. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I haven't really been, I don't know if it's, yeah, I haven't really been like around people and I've been really okay with that. Um, Just been in your space. Yeah. yeah. And I guess. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I guess I'm still at a loss because I would like to think, and I don't know if anybody else feels like this, that after three years, I shouldn't feel this way. Oh, what? <clears throat> Say it's who? <laughs> no, I just kind of feel like, why am I still feeling like this? You know, like... Because it's always going to be, that person meant something to you. Grief is, I mean, if anybody meant something to you in that manner, in that impact, you're always going to feel like that. You you have learned to live with your grief. Yeah. And we're not, I'm not doubting that. Yeah. You've learned to live with your grief. But it's not to say when certain things happen, or certain moments in time that, or something to you, yeah. that you're gonna feel that way. Now, if you get too reclusive and 
you start calling out to work or you start switching some appointments around, yeah. then we need to be extra concerned. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think if you've taken the time to honor your feelings yeah, and you're by yourself, you know, that's fine. As long as you don't get far down into a rabbit hole. Because it kind of feels like, first of all, it definitely feels like unless someone has been through it, they wouldn't understand. Oh, no doubt. I agree. And I, and I, we was just saying this off camera. I don't really like to have the same conversation over and over again. So I don't want to like, I don't, I'm not trying to like drill it Mm -hmm. in someone's head. I'm just trying to navigate this life with loss. Yep. Yeah. My very first loss I've ever had. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so how was it for you? What, what, let me ask you this. Was your husband like your first loss? And he wasn't my first loss. I think my grandfather was probably my very first loss, but I was in high school. So I didn't really, I guess I just worked through that at that age. Yeah. But I think this magnitude, yeah, my husband probably was. Yeah. My first loss. And how long before you felt okay? It was a while. I mean, it was more than three years. It was more than three. I still have those times. What you're going through right now, I still get like that. I can remember starting to date Larry. No, I want to say we may have been together two, three years, and I still was having doing that. Like, certain time periods would come around, and I just, you know, I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to be bothered. I just went through my motions of my day. I got through my days. I was with my kids and I was just quiet. Yeah. It's just a quiet time. Yeah. Quiet mentally. Mm -hmm. um, Just being like that. And I feel like probably up until the last three years. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I probably finally stopped doing that as much, but it was like a lot. It was a lot. Because it would be, <clears throat> you know, he didn't know how to deal with it, but then he he learned how to deal with it, and he would just be like, you know, I'm just here if you want to talk. Like, yeah. I didn't even want to talk to him. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to talk to my mom. It was just me. Yeah. Yeah. So I get I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that 100%. And it's never, <clears throat> but I think, and I, I can't compare husband to dad, you know, because the relationships it's are different, different too. right? But I will say, I mean, I know... I mean, I think maybe after some time, you'll probably be like, oh, you know, I don't feel as bad. Or yeah. I don't feel like yeah, I still want to get I out I feel like I stuff. was feeling like that. Like, I feel like last year was cool. Mm-hmm. This year, this, this seems a little different. I don't mm-hmm. know what that is. And I'm trying to shake it, you know, yeah. but I really can't shake it. I really, you know, again, I'm showing up. You know, I'm present. I'm on time. You know what I'm saying? It matters. Yeah. I'm showing up um, and I'm on time. But which makes me want to say that we should we should all be a little bit more mindful the way we handle people. Yep. This is just a sidebar, like real random, because people, you know, go through stuff and it looks different on different people. Yep. And... You know, even though somebody is showing up and you see them every day, you don't know what they're dealing with. 
got that right. So you really got to be mindful of what you say and how you handle people on a regular day-to-day basis. Yep. And and really try really hard not to take stuff personal. That's always hard. I think we talked about that before. Yeah. That is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Taking things personal. Yeah, you got to you got to try really hard not to take things personal cuz you don't know what the hell they had to go through to get to them being in front of you on that day or to get and on that, that phone. You just don't know what it took, you know, yeah. for them to like say or do whatever. So, that's one thing. So, I guess in my Scorpio mind, I should <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying in your Scorpio mind. In my Scorpio mind, I should be a little less judgmental, y'all. And not thinking, what the hell is what the hell did I do to him? The hell wrong with her? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. But yeah, you are right. You're right. I mean, you are right. You don't know what somebody's been through. Yeah. And I say that all the time. A person can have a smile on their face and you don't know what they actually dealing with inside. Yeah, absolutely. So it it so this this makes me think about um what do you do if you have a loved one or someone that you're close to that is grieving? Some tips on how to handle them. I found um you know, when my father first passed, I found that a lot of people didn't know what to say or do. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like some people mis- mishandled me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, now I know I just said that you shouldn't judge people. <laughs> yeah, but I don't too much. You know, I'm a Scorpio, so when I don't got not, nothing else to give, there is nothing else to give. Nothing. Yeah. Zilch. <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's imperative to know how to handle someone that you're around that's grieving. Keep in mind that you can grieve a multitude of things. Grieving is not just a person. Amen. Um, I have a friend girl who moved from the States to Spain. And in us talking, she was saying she was grieving the USA. And... You know, I never thought about it until she said it. And when she said it, it made sense. She said she was grieving what she knew. Mm-hmm. You know, now she's in a place where she has to learn the language and she doesn't have any friends, any family. Well, she has her, like, family that's in her household, but no friends, no family. No, like, even the stores are different. Yeah. And, you know, she said she was grieving being in the States. And I didn't think about it until she said it, but it made so yeah. much sense. Yeah. And that's what I say is that you can grieve a multitude of things because some people go through a divorce. Yeah. You grieve that marriage. Yeah. You know, you grieve friendships. Absolutely. You everything. Absolutely. I was going to make a joke, but that's okay. What? <laughs> Give it to me. I was going to say somebody could grieve getting that car repossessed. They grieve with that car, girl. <laughs> they Please need to. Because what they going to do now? I mean, evil. Focus. <laughs> I have to apologize. Just some of the little little tidbits of me coming out. If you didn't know, Toya's on one tonight. (sighs) She came in the door like that. I mean, what? You got to give it to her. It's her night. She deserves it. Oh, gosh. 
I told you I drove in complete silence. All I had was the blinker. And I was like, ooh, you got like a little rhythm to it. You know, have you ever just driven and listened to your blinker? The rhythm of the blinker. The rhythm of the blinker, yeah. I was like, oh, this is pretty interesting. Anywho, I digress. But yes, I mean, I agree. You do. You can grieve a multitude of scenarios, lifestyles, people, anything. Mm -hmm. That's important to you in your life. So what do you think, um, what are some things that you think someone can do if their loved one was grieving? Like, how do you recommend um, you handling that person? I definitely think you shouldn't be judgmental, number one. I think you, um, one of the things that I found was that people need to, what was the word I was looking for because I wrote it down, um, try not to minimize a person's Ooh, feelings. that's a good one. Yeah. That's a I good one. A lot. Oh, that's a good one. I went through that a lot. Minimizing a person's feelings. And that's even in any kind of relationship, too. Yeah. Is minimize, be mindful and just listen. Yeah. Like, just listen. You know, don't be judgmental and be like, well, you know, when my mom died. Okay, first of all, I, I hate to compare to grief. I, I, mean, I, ain't trying to, I ain't trying to be smart, but I ain't asked about your mama. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I mean, just listen to that person. Yeah. You know, if they. Now, if they know about your situation and they say, well, you know, how did you handle blah, 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 you know, yeah. your loved one died, then you can give that story what helped you. But mm-hmm. don't automatically just throw out your advice about your situation. Yeah. But you can't minimize a person's feelings. And I mean, you just need to listen to a person. You just need to listen to them vent. Listen to them talk. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you one thing. If you don't have people in your circle that you can't say that shit to, a million times the same thing if you want to mm-hmm. you need to let them go because i'm telling you you can repeat the same five things that you love or mm-hmm. how you feel and nobody should ever judge you yeah that's why i said community yep your community i always say it's it's your community to help you do things yeah and your community is your circle, the people around you, the people that's really close, your yep. community. Yeah. And I think for me, once my father passed, I learned, I really learned who my community was. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I think that situation helped me shuffle the board and take some people out mm-hmm. and bring some people yeah. close. Yeah. Yeah. Because they didn't know how to, they didn't know how to handle mm-hmm. you or what to say. And then I know for me, it became a, I wasn't a part of that club anymore Yeah, with those particular people because they were married. They were, you know, and it was kind of like, okay, well, you know, do we still invite her to stuff? Yeah. You know, kind of like, you know, how do I handle this? Cause I still got, I don't want to be complaining about my husband and, yeah. you, know, you know, you go through some of them ebbs and flows and relationships and you do, you kind of lose some people along the way. Yeah, you definitely do. You definitely see who is authentically there mm-hmm. and who's not. I think people need to know that you can show up for people without saying anything. Anything. Just just listen. Yeah, some yeah. people feel like they need to fill up space. They need to fill up the, the space in a room. When you can just literally be there, whether it's just stopping by, just sitting with them, you know, mm-hmm. maybe having a drink, maybe bringing food to their house and yeah. having a meal, you know, a, a good, a, 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 who know, you yeah. know, yeah. just anything That's to true. show that you're there 
and you know you're you're there for them. Yep. You I know. Agree. Absolutely. I think once the initial um, funeral kind of goes, I feel like everybody kind of goes away. That's when the flowers mm-hmm. stop and the calls stop. So I feel like um, if you're really close to that person, or if that person's on your mind, you know, reach out. I've always been the type of person that if somebody's on my mind, I'm going to reach out, even if it's just, you know, thinking of you. Yep. Because you just yep. never know. Exactly. You know, you just never know. So, like, reaching out after the the first initial kind of shock wears off, that's when everybody leaves. So just going over, you know. And that's the hardest part is that people, when that is said and done, yeah, you're usually alone. Yeah, and you have to have the community. You hope you have a community of yeah. people that can. I think that's the worst though, because yeah. because after someone passes, it's so much going on to get yeah. them, you know, either in the ground or whatever. However, so you have you, so many things, so many moving parts. Yeah. So once that's done and the funeral is like squared away, I think that's when you really need people. Oh, no doubt. Mm-hmm. I- 100% agree. Yep. Yeah. And that's usually when you can't find them. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. I'm just, I'm just saying. I know I had a whole bunch of people around. Let me know what you need. Let me, okay, I'm not really gonna call you. Just FYI, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, not. I'm dealing with all this shit. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna call. I'm gonna be like, hey, girl, can you call me in and bring us some Chick fil A tonight? Or, you know, just come over and talk. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm just saying, when a person is grieving, what you laughing? When a person is grieving, you just because it's the truth. I yeah. guess I'm laughing because it is the absolute that, truth. It is the absolute that, truth. You see what I'm saying? I mean, because why would you call me and ask me if I want something to eat, nigga? I'm hungry. Bring me, even if I'm not hungry at that point, we will get hungry. At some point. Only yeah. on the movies do you see all the food in the refrigerator. That shit don't happen in real life. It's still on the table two days ago. Uh, that shit don't happen in real life. Oh my god. After yeah. the repast, forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. But you need those you need yeah. people to still be there exactly right after the moments, right there. When it gets the moments are quiet mm-hmm. and the mind starts to work and shit starts to sink in. That is when you need yeah. a community. That, it really is. I, I got to say thank you to my um, community again. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank you, girls. <laughs> I mean, because these, the, the, my, my community is very small. And um, what I thought I knew, I didn't know. But what I know now, I appreciate it. Mm. You know, I definitely had to move some people around the board. I mean, some people came out of the circle. Some people are really close. And yeah, I appreciate just allowing me to just like feel it Mm -hmm. and go through it. Because it's a very odd space to be in. Mm -hmm. I'm so confused myself. You know, I, you you know, you want to process these emotions in a healthy way, but you don't really understand them. Correct. Correct. You want to feel, they say, honor your feelings. My therapist say, honor your feelings and feel, because I definitely do think it's unhealthy to suppress your feelings. Oh, no doubt. 
you know, I think that's when people go to fuck off. You go you go off, you have a moments of where something's just gonna yeah, yeah. take you there. Absolutely. You feel like you can't breathe, you might get an anxiety attack. Anything, yeah. One little thing can trigger you in the worst kind of way. Absolutely. If you don't, honor those. If you don't just grieve. If you don't let if you want to holler, just holler. If you want to sit in and just cry for 13 minutes, just cry. Who you holding it in for? Who you holding it in for? Mm-hmm. What's it going to do? If you want to holler and just be like, why the fuck me? Any of that. Do yeah. Whatever you have to do. I mean, don't go out here and hit nobody. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't go rob no stores or nothing. No, like, right. Get, get drunk and pass out. No, don't do none of that, but I think I am past the like crying stage, and I I I, w- I remember being really anxious when it first happened. Like I always was anxious. Mm-hmm. I feel these days it just feels really blue, mm-hmm. like just really blue, and it's um, again it's not nothing anyone can do. It's just it just feels very heavy and very blue. You know, what you talking about? So that's good. Yeah, I'm grateful. Yeah. yeah. You tried any meditation or anything? Any I ain't tried life? that. <laughs> I ain't tried that meditation yet, but I'm gonna get to it. <laughs> it's I'm intrigued. Let me say this: I also think that. You have to be mindful what you say to people that are grieving. Oh, no doubt. Give me good give me a good example. So when my father first passed, I was off of work for a couple of days, but mm-hmm. I had to go back to work. I had to. Yeah. Just because sitting at home just wasn't gonna work for me. You know. And I remember all my clients knew what had you know transpired right Mm -hmm. and i remember my client um so in my i was in my salon salon then and i remember my client coming in there and she comes in and mind you at this point in time i was just really thankful that i got out of bed because it was really hard Mm -hmm. this was like week two yeah yeah this was like week two no more than week three and my client comes in there and I'm like, you know, hello, how you doing? And she was like, what's going on with you? Your energy seems off. And everybody in the waiting area just kind of look. Everybody in the waiting area just kind of look. Cause like, I mean, what the fuck do you want from me? And this wasn't this wasn't a new person. This Hell is no. A, Somebody that follows me that knew exactly yeah. what was going on. <clears throat> like, I don't so what I realized is that people don't know what to say. Yeah. So I don't know if, if that's their anxiousness that make them kind of say whatever, but it's it was the dumbest ignorance. shit ever. I think it's their ignorance. It's it was the dumbest ignorance. shit ever. I'm sorry. That's ignorance. That's ignorance. Yeah. You're, my energy is off. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Your energy is your energy is off. And my I just was like... So off your head. Because I, <laughs> I kind of feel like at that point, I was like, I was entitled for my energy to be off. Uh, Yeah. And the fact that you even acknowledge, hey, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> That's a blessing. Girl. <laughs> like, that was good in itself. Like, I'm still trying to be nice. Right. <laughs> I still gave you a greeting walking in. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, that was good. 
So yeah, I, I can agree with you. I can agree with you there. Yeah, definitely. definitely. One annoying thing that people say, and I, it's they don't say it for you know that whole um, he's in a better place. It annoys the shit out of me. It annoys the shit out of me. Well, you know he's in a better place. Based on what? Says who? Says, <laughs> that's what I says who? Says who? <laughs> you know he's Did in God a better come place. Down to talk to you. Like, you know, I now to talk to you. You know he's in a better place. You got some inside connection. That always annoys the hell out of me. It annoys me real bad. In a better place. I would have been like, what does that mean? See, that's when you that's when you mess somebody up. You come back at them with the stuff that they say. Because, see, everybody says things. This is the other thing we have to stop doing is what you hear other people say, you don't, you don't have to say. Right. Like, don't. That's the standard condolence lines to get. Yeah. Don't 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 do that. Yeah. Be authentic and original with anything you want to tell somebody. Absolutely. And being there for them. But like you said, you have to be willing to just listen. To be just present sometimes. <clears throat> but I knew for me. Certain people in my circle, they couldn't take me talking about certain things. I wonder why. They didn't know how to respond. They didn't know how to. They didn't know what they should have responded with. They didn't. I mean, you know, when you when you when you say things like, um, like I know for me, I would say things like, you know, I just wish it was me instead of him, or I wish it was both of us. People don't know how to respond to that. Yeah, I could see it. And I can understand you wouldn't because you're saying, okay, well, then you're trying to tell me you wanted that. And at some points, yes, I did. Yeah. Because I felt like, why do I want to go through this pain as bad as this feels? Yeah. Why do I want to stay here? But then I'm like, I got these two kids. Mm-hmm. That's that's our lives right there. It's our legacy are these two girls. And I couldn't do that to them. But people don't realize, you know, when you're going through that and you say, oh, I'm here for you. No, you sometimes you're really not because you don't know how to take that. What I'm about mm-hmm. to spew out my mouth. Mm-hmm. You really don't. You don't know how to take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you're doing good with your two girls. Thank you, darling. Mm-hmm. You showing up for them? Yeah, you're doing good. Yeah, I'm popping my sweater. I'm sure he will be proud. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, grieving. I mean, this 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 is a different thing. But the do's and don'ts, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, yeah. The do's and don'ts. <laughs> I feel like people need to listen and they need to not be judgmental and they need to not try and tell you you're not feeling this way. Like, <sighs> like tell, like talk you off a ledge or something. It's like, look, this is how I feel. You can't talk me out of that shit. And you can't tell me how <laughs> I feel. Correct. People need to know it's okay to just be and not say anything. Yeah. Just not say anything. I mean, sometimes I'm so quiet when somebody's talking to me. they like, you listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm listening. I'm here. You know, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm here. here. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. You, you, people need to learn the art of being in a space with someone without having to take up the space with words or anything. Sometimes you could just be exactly exactly and that is fine yeah 
Yeah. I don't think people know how to survive in them kind of relationships, though. Yeah. Friendships, relationships, whatever kind of relationship it is. And also, let's not forget, I think therapy is a really good um, outlet. I mm-hmm. mean, for me, therapy has really put my feelings into perspective. It's it's allowed me to be a lot more self-aware um, and to know where to place those emotions. It's mm-hmm. she. Her name is Crystal Campbell. She's really good. And she teaches me that I should honor my feelings and don't stay there too long, but honor mm-hmm. them. And it's okay to feel the way I feel. Yep. You know? Yep. And she gives me tools to be okay. Exactly. What kind of tools does she give me? She always does this thing about self-care. And she talks about do something for myself. Mm-hmm. Whether it's sit by the water or mm-hmm. journaling, go get a massage. Just doing things for myself and honoring my dad. For me a lot, I you know play the record player and I light his candle. Yeah. Um, but just, she always says water, water, water. I think she likes to sit by the water, but that's always the thing. So I guess we just want to be mindful of how you handle people and their grieving. I am still learning this thing, you know. Um, I'm still processing. It gets better by the day. I just here lately, it's... You know, I keep telling myself that um, February the 10th is what five days away mm-hmm. yep. and i i feel like after that i feel better like the weight will be lifted off and it goes back to regular just grieving not this like intensified almost um can't breathe grieving if that makes sense true is there anything particular you're thinking about during this time now when you're grieving you know what i always think about is i can't believe that nigga left me that's what I always think. I can't believe that nigga left me. Like, why would he do that? Yeah. And you know, it's just kind of different for me because me and my mom has never been close. We've mm-hmm. always, you know, I, it's, I don't keep it a secret, me and my mom's relationship. So, you know, it really was, I, I guess that that is what makes it so hard is mm-hmm. because... You know, me and my mom never was really close, and she has her own demons she deals with. So, for me, it's always been me and my dad, because he, no matter what he was going through, no matter what, he always kind of showed up, especially, like, after I had my daughter. I had my daughter Mm -hmm. when I was 17. Um, So, it, it was just me and him, and... Yeah, and I and I I learned to like depend on him, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what I had always. Like people have their friends. I had my dad. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, he was my homeboy. Yeah, it was your ace right there. Yeah, so <clears throat> it was. It's just different, and it it feels like so much left mm-hmm. when he left. And so, again, to answer your question, it feels like I can't believe that nigga left me. Like, why would he leave me out here like this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's crazy in <clears> this <throat> world. No kind of guidance. He ain't getting no warning signs. I mean, damn, I can't even call this dude for nothing. I need my doors fixed in my kitchen. I can't even. Like, where he at? You know, like, I'm. that's what yeah. I mean. Like, yeah. I, that's what I mean by depending. Like, 
and you want to tell them so much. Oh my god! So many different names. Yes, I'm dying to know what the hell he think about this pandemic and Trump. Oh Lord, <laughs> you know, yes. he was an opinionated guy. So I'm, he was an opinionated guy. He was a smart guy, you yeah. know. So yeah. I'm dying to know what he would think about that, you know, about the how they handling the pandemic and Trump and mm. these prices mm. and all that. I mean, definitely would have an opinion on these prices. Oh my God. Because I got one. (laughs) (laughs) But our parents, like, they definitely have seen lower prices. Uh So they definitely, I know you. My mama loved to say she she used to get a loaf of bread for 25 cents. (laughs) You know, my mom from Panama, she like 70 something. So, like, she'll say, when I was growing up, I get a loaf of bread with 25 cents. Yeah. I believe it. A banana was a penny. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh gosh. <clears throat> so when you and okay, so when you when you think about your dad in this time in this space that you're in right now, and that comes to mind, you know, why he leave me. Do you answer yourself? No. Okay. Mm-mm. You just say that. It'd be like, um, It'd be like on some random like drive in a car and be like, damn, I can't believe this nigga left me. Mm-hmm. And I say it just like that like too. That. Yeah. Like, can't believe this nigga done left me. When he first passed, I said it all the time. I would say it to my therapist so much. I don't know if she was amused or not, but I literally you used to say it. Because <laughs> my therapist thinks I'm a little crazy. Now. <laughs> <laughs> like she does. She's always she's always giggling at me. For real? And she wears a mask, but her cheeks go up so high. <laughs> you know she. Laughs. One day I had to ask her, "Do you think I'm a fucking joke? Like this is real shit going on?" <sighs> she thinks I'm a joke. She laughs at me all the time, but I'd be dead. Yeah, yeah. I'd be dead serious. So it'll probably help bring a little chuckle to her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God. Her cheeks go up. And I'm like, why are you laughing so hard? <laughs> I need you to be serious right now. Lady. <laughs> I need you to be serious. No laughter. Unless it's coming from me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I think it'll get better soon. I think it will, too. I appreciate the opportunity of um, just expressing myself. Yeah. And talking about it, I feel very redundant a lot. I feel like I keep saying the same thing over and over again. I want everybody to know who deals with grief. Um, Because I made a little video on my TikTok and Mm -hmm. so many people kind of commented and Mm -hmm. just was saying how they understand and how what I was saying was making sense, which only led me to believe that a lot of people deal with grief. Um, If you haven't, you will. It's one of those clubs that you're going to join eventually. Mm, Jesus have mercy. You know, and... You ain't got to buy into it. Yeah. I hope that your community is strong. I hope mm-hmm. that you're not afraid to get help. Yeah. Whether it's read a book on grief, whether it's look it up, or just lean on to people that you know have your back or therapy um, there's so many different things that you can do. You want to make sure you're expressing your grief in a healthy way yeah. because I know so many people go down the wrong road mm-hmm. because they're grieving. A lot of times when you're not 
emotionally mature, you can express yourself in a negative way and that makes a bad situation worse. So you yes, you does. definitely want to make sure that you have good community, good outlet, just do. And that you're expressing it in the right way and you know, people say that it'll get better. I'm not sure that it will, but I think you learn how to live with it. Yep. In in a productive manner. Yeah. Yeah. Learn to live with it in a productive manner. That's what it is. But yeah, it can it'll work out. And <clears throat> to your point, I think it's not enough resources out there for people who are under the age of fifty that go through grieving in yeah. certain things. Yeah. Um, because, you know, People often think of grieving as the older couple that has lost the husband or wife or, yeah. you know, somebody who's lost a parent um, that's older, yeah, know, completely older. And it's not enough for a younger age group out there. So I think a lot of times, yes. Definitely. And nobody ever talks about it. That's how nope. you don't know what to deal with. It's almost with. like it's taboo. Oh, like my just God. Like, yeah, nobody ever. I can't yeah. remember having one conversation about grief. Under the age, I'm gonna say 25, but I think I'm, mm-hmm. I think I'm just being nice because I just don't remember ever. I know I didn't ever having a conversation, ever even thinking, ever even. I never knew. I mean, I I've met people around me before I experienced it. I met people around me who, you know, were dealing with living with grief or whatever. But mm-hmm. I don't even think. Yeah, it, it, this situation has opened my mind and in my world to so many different things. Um, it allows me to be more mindful of people. Exactly. You know, yeah. yeah. Just be a little bit more mindful of people. Just I don't think I was at first, and I, you know, that's what I'm sad about not knowing. You yeah. know, and now knowing because it just I can't imagine. Yeah, I think I think for for me it kind of. <clears throat> I felt like I maybe took some things for granted. Absolutely. And I just think that um, going through the grief, it made, it did. It made a softer side, that empathy, that, mm-hmm. that like, dang, that you just really could see people. It made you, it made me grow up. And I Absolutely. know being 35 when it happened, it, um, it definitely made me throw, I mean, throw up, Lord, grow up mm-hmm. um, in a manner that was just like, Oh my God, you know, when you see things happen and then you can, you just really have that sense of empathy. Mm-hmm. In you. Yeah, it does. It softens you in a different way mm-hmm. that you don't expect. And like you said, nothing out here prepares you. No. And nobody talks about it. No, I think people need to be a little bit more empathetic in general. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Jesus have mercy. Mm-hmm. Jesus on the main line. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. No, for like, real. I think um, I think that will help in a lot of situations for people to just be a little bit more empathetic. Yep. Amen. I agree. Yeah. Kindness and empathy goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. I agree. Well, tell us your thoughts and your situations and what do you need from people around you? Um and as you were grieving, if you've ever, if you ever have grieved, mm-hmm. did I say the right? Yep. Mm-hmm. If you've ever grieved, like what were some of the things that helped you? Yeah, I would love to know. I mean, I would love to start a dialogue on that because I don't think it's enough out here that we 
We don't mm-hmm. talk about it enough. And it's not to be depressed or yeah. to make people feel sad. It's just it's something that you go through, mm-hmm. like you said. It's, it's inevitable. Yeah. You gonna you know, you're gonna come across. I mean, and no matter who it is, if that person or that situation meant something to you in a manner, like like Mo said, hey, in a chokehold, then <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna definitely affect you. It's yeah. gonna affect you as a person. And you want it and the other thing about grief, you want it to affect you for the better. Yeah. Not for the bad. Like yeah. you don't wanna become the alcoholic or the drug addict, you know, yeah. you just lost control with life because you can't cope. You wanna have these outlets and you mm-hmm. definitely wanna start a conversation. So I'm I'm with Mo. Definitely share some experience. Share share, you know, how your community or what helped you, you know, what didn't help you. What was you like? shitting out of my nerves you yeah. know what i mean any you know share it. yeah we don't share enough you know out here so definitely would love to start the conversation um know that through our community our own community we heal each other we help heal each other with the right community yeah we influence we lift each other up we hold each other accountable mm-hmm. we keep each other steady that's right make sure your community is the right people Make sure you can lean on and trust your community. You know, I'm learning that um, as I get older, I'm learning that that you don't need a big community. You just need mm-hmm. a mighty one. Mm-hmm. And you need them to be authentic. Yep. Don't take that for granted and don't let that go over your head. That's true. That is major right there. Yeah. That's major. That is very major. Absolutely. That's why I ain't got some holes in my life right now. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, y'all. I'm, I'm right. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I digress again. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Thank you. We're going to catch you next time. And remember to always be good to yourself. That's right. Bye. Make sure you follow us on IG at a conversation with two Scorpios cruising on autopilot. And TikTok at Two Scorpios on Autopilot. Make sure now when you're on Instagram, you can follow us um, on Spotify. Make sure you like, follow, comment. Give us your feedback. Let us know if you're liking it, what we need to work on, what you want to hear more of, um, what you like, what you don't like, because we're just trying to get better along the way. That's right. We want you to share it, share it, share it, share it, share it. Share it to the world all the time, okay? (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye.